105.9. The home of SAFM in Port Elizabeth. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. We are joined on the line by Cycling's PR and Communications Officer, Maylene Painter, for our regular cycling feature here on Sports Special. Maylene, uh, we just got an SMS from Ian in the Southern Cape now uh, to do with your uh, your safety tip from last week. It says, cycling, cleats are dangerous. No time to uncleat to mitigate a crash. Uh, it's, it's, when you start using them, it is indeed difficult. But once you get used to them, in fact, I can get out of cleats quicker than I can if my toes are strapped in with a strap. No, absolutely. Cleats are, are definitely the way to go. But if you're starting out, um, it's, it's almost 100% uh, chance that you are going to fall over. I mean, it's, it's what people, the, you know, pe- people do. And I'm talking about the early beginners that are in cleats. But definitely for, for riding and cycling all the time, yeah, it's, it's the way to go. And, and it becomes second nature to unclip before you put your foot down. But when it's your first few times on, in cleats, I think uh, it's best to stay off the road. <laughs> practice, practice, practice. Saying about off the road, what happened in the Steel SA Cross Country Cup Series in the Free State? Well, it was the final series that took place on Saturday, and uh, Philip Bates won the elite men's race after six laps with a margin of nearly two minutes. And this was at the Happy Valley Conservancy track in uh, Bloemfontein. And Bates' victory on Saturday, however, was not enough to seal the overall series victory, and Alan Hadley's consistency throughout the series is what saw him clinch the, the series title. So he finished second on the day, but he clinched the series after five events. And uh, Cherie Vale won the elite women's race over five laps, um, she also securing the, the five, uh, five events. And Kristen Lowe won the three-lap junior women's race in the series title as well, while Reinhard Gellerberg beat Jared van den Heerfer by nearly one and a half minutes on the four-lap junior men's race. But it was van den Heerfer who took uh, the overall series title after the five events. So the series has come to, to a wrap. But there's still one more cross-country race to take place this year, and that's the one-off national championships. And that will be in Peter Maritzburg uh, coming up soon. Let's talk about road racing. And Ashley Mulman Passio is doing extremely well. Not only last week, I see uh, just got a mail now that she's defended second place in the Aviva Women's Tour. Yeah, she's, uh, that's just finished, uh, moments ago. Mm. And uh, it was a five-stage race. And, uh, yeah, she, she did exceptionally well there. Uh, she was outside the top sector on, on stage one, um, so she didn't feature in the results uh, on, on the first stage, but in the second stage, she was in the top 20. And by stage three, her second place finish is uh, what saw her climbing up the ranks um, and placed her second in the, the overall general classification. And she was able to hang on to that. Uh, so it was good to see Ashley back uh, climbing mountains, attacking uh, racing how we know Ashley to race, and she, she's back on top uh, after a, a, quite a bad start to, through her year. And it's really good to see her fighting back, and second overall is, is a brilliant result. And the Tour of Slovenia is where Team Die Data have been, is that right? Yeah, that's correct. We had some South African riders uh, competing in there as well. Um, but uh, in terms of the racing, uh, no real um, major fireworks uh, from Team Dimension Data. But there were some uh, top results, and today on the fourth and final stage, uh, Christian Supergoldi uh, sprinted to third um, on the stage. And yesterday's stage three saw Omar Frail take third place on the time trial. Um, so some nice podium positions for Team Didat, uh Dimension Data while they're racing overseas still. Saw my first picture of Keegan Girdlestone lying in hospital. It's amazing. If he gets out of this alive, it'll be uh, one of the greatest fightbacks, and he's fought back, hey? 
He has fought back, um, and he's still got a long way to go, and we really do keep him in our thoughts and prayers. Um, and one of the most recent admin posts on his athletes page on, on Friday is a request for assistance uh, mm. from his family and friends. And uh, there is a, a campaign that they've started called Give a Little. And if anybody's interesting, uh, interested in just finding out some more about that in support of Keegan, um, if they can just have a look um, at his Facebook page, his athlete page, Keegan Girdlestone. And uh, obviously those who are sending messages, I mean, the, the, the messages are just pouring in of, uh, for support of the guy. And we really do hope, you know, he, he's still in, a, in, in intensive care and he's still, he's still fighting and he's got a long road to recovery and we just pray that everything comes together for him. I was uh, talking of sad death. Uh, The politician, the UK politician, Joe Cox, that was killed recently, uh, I think there's a figure of £600,000 was donated in two days towards the charities that uh, she Mm. was involved in as well. So if people do get behind it and uh, a couple of bucks here and there, if 10,000 people do it, suddenly things can change for, for Keegan. Yeah, that's it. All right, let's move on to better news. On the track, what's been happening? Well, Burnett Bay, as uh, we mentioned for a couple of weeks ago, she's, uh, she's at the UCI World Cycling Centre in Eagle, and she's uh, spending the year there where she gets top-notch training from uh, you know some of the best coaches in the world and nutrition advice, and she's got the best facilities to train on. And while she's there, she's competing in some races overseas. And, uh, yeah, last weekend she finished second in the Kieran race, um, which was called the, the GP von Deutschland in Germany, and it was the UCI Class 1 race, and she finished behind world champion Christina Vogel, which is what she called um, on a tweet her biggest achievement to date. <laughs> so we, we're really watching uh, Burnett uh, keenly here from South Africa, and we're wishing her all the best with her future races, and uh, I think the, the future's looking great for her. She's really doing well. And you guys are horrible putting a BMX league in the middle of winter. What's going to be happening in Karting? <laughs> Yeah, this is sort of the, the time of the year for BMX. Um, it's, uh, it carries on. It's quite big as, uh, throughout the year. But, yeah, the, the fourth, fifth, and sixth legs of the Eastern National Age Group Series are, are going to be taking place on the 2nd and 3rd of July. And it's at the Thatch Cafe, which is at the Rhino and Lion, Lion Park in Wilderstrift in Kauteng. And race information is available on our website, and the entry process uh, should be opening this week. So all keen uh, BMX riders, uh, yeah, they can start uh, following the process and getting their entries in to compete. All right, your safety tip of the week, please. Well, this week's safety tip is aimed at mountain bikers, or not necessarily mountain bikers, but those that are competing or, or riding in, uh, off-road. Um, and it's when cycling in long grass, uh, particularly when you're going downhill and you're picking up some speed. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to position yourself on the bicycle. And you must just always remember to keep your weight uh, transferred back behind your saddle so that uh, you can anticipate any hidden holes or zombies in the ground. Um, it will just aid the situation. You might still fall, but if your body is positioned correctly, it will just aid the situation uh, should you come across some unsuspecting uh, <laughs> uh, things in the ground there. You don't realize it until you do it properly, just how far back off the saddle you should actually go. It's amazing. Yeah, and, and if you have a look at some pictures or video of the top mountain bikers in action, and that's when you see how the, their chests are just about leaning on, on top of their saddles yeah. in some cases. That's how low they get and how far back they get over their, their bikes. Melian Painter, thanks very much for joining us, Cycling South Africa's PR and Communications Officer. We do that every week around about half past five here on SAFM, and we podcast it as well.